From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Friday the 17th of March 2023. Good afternoon. In today's Spotlight story, we run through the recent political drama in France. This isn't the only thing happening in the world though, so we'll run through three of today's other important stories. And in our exclusive Nebula section, I sit down with Rory and discuss the return of This Week in Parliament. But first, why are the French protesting? Protests erupted across France on Thursday and Friday after President Emmanuel Macron shunned Parliament and triggered a controversial constitutional power called Article 49.3 to force through his unpopular pension reforms without a parliamentary vote. The headline measures in the reforms is the raising of the minimum retirement age from 62 to 64. The proposals have been the subject of an intense protest movement in recent weeks and months that has seen millions march in opposition and strikes affecting transport, education, energy production, shipping and more. Opposition on the street has been matched by opposition in Parliament. Opposition lawmakers jeered, booed and sang the national anthem to drown out Prime Minister Elizabeth Bourne as she was announcing the use of Article 49.3. Protesters quickly gathered in Paris's Place de la Concorde and elsewhere across France, while trade unions promised to intensify the strikes that had been taking place since January. Protests in Paris were mostly peaceful during the day, but clashes broke out with police later at night and tear gas and batons were used to clear the square. Paris police say more than 200 were arrested by midnight. The pension reform bill had been approved on Thursday morning by the Conservative Majority Senate and was due for a final key vote in the lower house, the National Assembly, that same evening. It's in the National Assembly where the government had its difficulties. The pro-Macron alliance lost its majority in the legislative elections last year, meaning that the pension reform bill would need support from opposition parties in order to pass. The main opposition groups, the pan-left Noops Alliance and the far-right National Rally, are vehemently opposed to the reforms, so it was only members of the right-wing Republicans that could be won over. It became increasingly clear that Macron's government could not be sure that the bill would get enough support in the National Assembly. So, rather than risk his flagship reforms being defeated, Macron's government decided to trigger Article 49.3, sometimes called the nuclear option. In her announcement, Prime Minister Bourne said, we can't take the risk of seeing 175 hours of parliamentary debate come to nothing. Using Article 49.3 is not unusual. Macron's government has done it several times since losing its majority last year. The only way for lawmakers to prevent it is to pass a motion of censure, which would reject the bill and also bring down the government. That's the Prime Minister and Cabinet, not the President. A successful censure motion is exceedingly rare, and every one against the government since it lost its majority last year has failed. But this time round, a small regional group is putting forward a cross-partisan motion with the backing of the Noops Alliance and National Rally. Republican leadership says the party won't support it, but if enough lawmakers break rank, the government would fall. Keep an eye out on the TLDR News EU channel for a full video on this story. Okay, so that's our main story for today, but there's a lot more going on around the world. So here's a rundown of three other stories. 
Close to 400 people have been killed across Madagascar, Mozambique and Malawi after a record-breaking storm called Cyclone Freddy brought a trail of devastation. The death toll could rise as more than 700 are injured, 40 missing and 80,000 displaced by the strong winds, flooding and landslides caused by the cyclone. Having first developed on February the 6th, Cyclone Freddy made its second landfall on the coast of Mozambique on March the 11th before dissipating this week, making it one of the longest lasting tropical storms ever recorded. It also holds the record for the most accumulated cyclone energy of any storm in the Southern Hemisphere and possibly worldwide. Scientists warn that human-induced climate change has made extreme weather events, including cyclones, more intense and frequent. There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your daily routine. Or just search for us on your podcast app to listen along. China's President Xi Jinping is set to visit Russia next week. In advance of the trip, the Chinese Foreign Ministry has said that Xi was demonstrating his support for Vladimir Putin. Previously, the Kremlin had announced the visit, claiming it was at the invitation of Vladimir Putin. In the meeting, the leaders will discuss developments of comprehensive partnership and strategic interaction between their two countries. They will also sign important bilateral documents. This meeting comes following a more difficult time for the relationship between Xi and Putin. Famously, earlier this year, the Chinese foreign minister stopped short of using the phrase no limits to describe the relationship between China and Russia, a phrase that was used only a few weeks before the war in Ukraine. It should additionally be noted that President Xi is reportedly planning a call with Vladimir Zelensky next week too, although nothing has been confirmed. Ireland's Prime Minister has apologised following making an inappropriate comment which referred to Bill Clinton's affair with Monica Lewinsky. In a speech at the Washington Ireland programme, he jokingly remarked that he had interned in the US Capitol at a time when some parents would have had cause for concern about what would happen to interns in Washington. At the time, the comment was greeted with laughter in the room, but in hindsight, Varadkar clearly regretted his choice of words. This was especially bad when you consider that Bill Clinton is set to land in Ireland to celebrate the Good Friday Agreement's 25th anniversary celebrations very soon. The apology was made via a statement to the travelling press pack, which stated, At the Washington Island programme event today, the Taoiseach was reminiscing about his time in Washington, D.C. as an intern 23 years ago. He made an ill-judged off-the-cuff remark, which he regrets. He apologises for any offence caused to anyone concerned. In the final uplifting story today, we discuss renewable energy in India. New analysis from Ember shows that of India's new capacity additions in 2022, 92% were from wind or solar. Coal accounted for only 5%. These new renewable additions have increased the total amount of renewable generation capacity to 15.7 gigawatts. This is equivalent to the UK's entire solar capacity as of 2021. Before we go, we have a big announcement. Our show, This Week in Parliament, is returning this weekend. Take a look at this. Every week, a lot happens in Parliament. Debates rage, bills are discussed and laws are introduced. So it's easy to feel like you don't know what's going on in the chamber. We lift the lid and tell you what happened this week in Parliament. 
This week in Parliament, our weekly rundown of what's really going on behind the doors of Westminster returns exclusively to Nebula this weekend, where you'll also find extended and ad-free versions of the daily briefing every single day. That includes today's extended daily briefing, which features our meta-discussion about this week in Parliament. By signing up, you not only get an extended ad-free daily briefing every single day, you also get to watch exclusive and ad-free videos from the best educational creators on YouTube. That's things like Real Life Law's incredible Modern Conflicts, which breaks down contemporary disputes around the world, Neo's Underexposure, which beautifully dives into complex and shadowy topics you've always wanted to know more about, or Extremities from Wendover Productions, which uncovers some of the world's most remote places. All of these are only available on Nebula, just like our extended daily briefings and a whole bunch of other exclusive TLDR content which never comes to YouTube. If you want to sign up, use the link in the description so that they know you came through us. That helps us out a whole lot, as does watching on Nebula more generally. So thanks for signing up and we'll see you on Nebula.